0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. Welcome to the comic book grinddown. Another episode of Powerful Rundown, am your host Joe, and with me as always is my co-host Ron. How you doing, bud? Hey, everybody. I'm oh, not too bad. How are you doing? Oh, you know, living life, always fun. Um, we are, let's see, this is coming out in, when is this coming out? June? May, June? I think it's yeah. June. Yeah, so I'll be currently in Disney, so um, yeah, I'm having fun over at Disney.
1: The, the Mop? else has got this guy by the balls right here
0: uh
1: yeah and i don't know i see you've been at disney world i think almost every year for the past what six years no no
0: no no. we went uh in 2019 2018 i
1: think it was 2018
0: it was 2018 and then we were gonna go in 2019, uh 2020 covid hit had to cancel that we didn't go again until 2022 and then yeah, I don't you know why, but here. for some
1: reason, I feel like you've every year.
0: <laughs> well, I talk about it a lot. And Angie, <laughs> my sister, whom you know, goes like every third month. So, uh, yeah, we yeah, we, that's insane. Easy to family. Right no, but to be fair, she she has DVC down there. She has Disney Vacation Club. Sorry. Yeah. But it's basically the. Um, for, for those
1: of us who don't know it. You know, that kind of thing. is. Yes. I had
0: to. I realized that once I said it. Uh, it's basically. A, it's kind of basically a timeshare. And so she can basically go down there whenever she wants. Plan the trip. And she would take. uh, Like little. Like two, three day trips during the week. When she wasn't at work. Just go down there. Hang out for a couple of days. Come back. Come back to work. Like. And so that's what she would do. I know she was just there a few... Well, by the time you guys are listening, a few months ago, uh, she took her nephew, of sorts. Yeah. Down there. uh, A friend of the family who we consider her sister. uh, They finally had their um, wedding anniversary 13 years later. (laughs) Um, They were going to go in 2020, but again, COVID. So... Angie was watching their son Chris. No, not Chris is is the dad, uh Easton. <laughs> Here's the problem. They're both named Chris, Chris and Chris Fisher. But we call the one Butts because that was her main name and we call the other one Fish because he's awesome. But they're they're a great couple. We love them to death. Like I said, family. I mean they met in Angie and Chris Butts met in college and just have stayed part of the family ever since. Um, But Angie took their son Easton down to Disney uh during their spring break. And they nice. spent like the three or four days down there and just had a fun time. Just two of them. And he is 12. Oh,
1: hell yeah. yeah. That's a good time so. to go down there.
0: Well, that's the other thing, though, is that because both Angie and Chris go down there all the time. Easton goes down there all the time. And so he's not bored with it, but at the same time he's just like, Can we do something else sometime? Can we go to a different vacation spot? And in my head, I'm like, why? Universal. Oh. No. No. Oh, why go to universal? I mean, I do want to go to Universal at some point.
1: But that means we be able to go to Disney that year. So you know Well, no. See, that's <laughs> the
0: thing. We can do uh like Universal for a day and then Disney the other three days. <laughs> Look, it's it's doable. I also know that Emily herself, she said she doesn't like... She's There's really nothing at Universal that would uh, grab her attention.
1: And, you know, probably... i'm sure in right. the water with Jaws. Mm, <laughs> don't know how well that will work. It'd get her attention. Well... It wasn't my uh, idea. Don't tell her that shit. I said that. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's almost a good thing she doesn't listen, huh? Um, yeah. Yeah. But that being said... Um, yeah how 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 you been? Not too bad.
1: Uh, look, yeah, you know, I got the um, uh, Fallout RPG book, and uh, I, I've been oh, nice. uh, pouring through that. I've decided, you know, those big ass uh, pieces of paper that I got that have the grid on them. Have you played yeah. Fallout?
0: No, but I know of
1: it. Okay, so in the game, like on your Pip Boy, you have a map of like the look area that you're in. Yeah. Like the overview, like, uh, you know, the Boston Commons or, you know, like wherever, wherever, it wherever play, fallout maybe, is. Guess, that year, yeah. yeah. And um, you have this big, huge map. And then as you explore the map, like, you know, things show up on the map where they are at. So that, you know, like uh, if you're like going into a like a school or something, the school will show up on your map after you found it, you know, and then you can mm-hmm. fast travel between them. And so what I'm doing is I'm going to draw Fort Wayne on a map that size. And then, as my players discover things, I'm just going to put the little symbols on the maps around them so they uh, like can see where everything's at and stuff. And uh, okay, I am I, like I am that. definitely going to be uh, putting a lot of time and effort into this. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah,
0: maybe this could be something
1: uh... podcast worthy. I was thinking about yeah. that actually. Yeah, we'll have to
0: talk about it off mic
1: for that one. Absolutely,
0: because uh, possibilities there.
1: I love it. I love your shirt, by the way. That's fantastic. Oh,
0: yeah, Yzma. yeah. Uh-huh. Scary beyond all reason. Yep. What's that? Uh this was a T Turtle shirt, which I love T Turtle. I love the company, but their shirts tend to shrink on me like quicker than every other shirt. So yep. I can only get like a year or two of of wearing out of it and I gotta, gotta toss it, which fine, whatever. I've got too many shirts. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I do donate it.
1: See, I don't even donate okay. my shirts anymore. I just give them all to Charlie whenever they don't fit me because he's yeah. just small enough. Like, because he, Charlie's 5'10 or 5'11 and he okay. still only weighs like 160 pounds. So anything that's too small for me fits him like either perfect or it's a little bit big on him. And oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, I can't well, do that with not... Simon anymore because Simon's my size.
0: <laughs> see that's my issue as well like there's not very many shirts that I can just give to like Emily or Bella or Cassie and be like alright here you go this will definitely fit you." nope it looks like a night shirt in all of them
1: well and except I, for okay. Emily where it looks like a night shirt but it only comes down to her you know like top thigh yeah so oh nothing I was just giving everybody else <laughs> a mental <laughs> fair her legs come up to Joey's belly button and
0: I love it. <laughs> All right, everybody, we are on to some comics here. We're Oh yeah, we're back doing into, comics. <laughs> we're getting back <laughs> into some Marvel. Uh we're gonna start out with Amazing Spider Man. Um, Finally. I, know, I know, look, we were like the last Marvel thing we did with Spider Man, I'm pretty sure. Actually, it's I think only it was been
1: like, like Iron Man, but it's still still. been like what, six years since we've covered a Spider Man comic? How no, long have we been in this
0: like, podcast? It's been a year. It's been a year. We covered Spider-Man last year.
1: What did we cover? We,
0: it was a Goblin going after... These nuts? <laughs> Walked right <laughs> into that one, didn't
1: I? <laughs> with your mouth open and everything. No. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Um, yeah, yeah we covered I don't remember when we covered it, but I know we covered it. Because I had to look back uh, on the previous issue. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. I actually remember reading that one. Um, but no, it has been a minute since we've done Marvel, uh, mainly because we've had a lot of indie stuff that's just been really good.
1: Yeah, actually, and to be honest with you, I almost enjoy doing those more than I enjoy the Marvel or DC side of this. Just for the fact that, like, I mean, don't we read a lot of stuff that I've never read. I mean, I've read quite a few of the ones that we've read today because it's amazing yes. Spider-Man. But, like, uh, like, our Daredevil ones and, like, uh, Iron Man, stuff like that, I haven't read a lot of those. But I know enough about those characters to where, like, going back and reading the '60s stuff of them is kind of like, uh, it's, it's sort hard.
0: of torturous to us. Yeah, and I like torturing us, I guess.
1: A little bit I of sadomasochism
0: there. <laughs> I mean, if you know, it it sucks because I'm right there with you. I know these characters. From what their modern interpretations have been, from yeah. like the '90s, 2000s, yeah, and and, you know, like
1: exactly. We've read those. We've read like the um. That's, that's what we read growing up. Like you that. know, yeah.
0: And then so, of course we, then we've got you know, all the
1: movies and stuff. Exactly.
0: So when we jump back into these comics from the '60s and '70s, and then in DC's case, mid to late '80s, it's like okay, cool. Like these stories are what drive readers. To these characters, these are the stories that people latch onto for amazing storytelling for the time, I guess. I don't know because what we're reading is not that. Don't get me wrong. I mean,
1: like, hypothetically, we... one of these we read in here did get made into like a motion picture. So, I mean,
0: you are one hundred percent correct, and that's <laughs> kind of what I was going to bring up. That we are getting introduced to a character in this, these, this set of books that has now been made into a movie
1: and hopefully that, it will never be made into another movie
0: look if if money is around it could happen if if that is hinting to any yeah I know have you seen
1: that movie <laughs> by chance
0: what's up did, did you watch that movie by chance yeah I did
1: I I okay. uh, I I popped it on once it was on uh, HBO plus and um Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anywho. uh... So,
0: okay. So we're covering Amazing Spider-Man issues 99 to 104. uh, Published by Marvel, obviously, in 1971 to 1972. The writers are Stan Lee and Rory Thomas. The art was done by Gil Kane. Inks were done by Frank Giacoya, I can never say his name right. And letters by Artie Simic. So this first issue, which is kind of a know nothing issue, um, so it kind of takes he place. Literally,
1: bullies J. Jonah Jameson into giving him a job, giving him money. Like I was, I was kind of proud of him. This, I have written down <laughs>
0: demands a full part time job. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what, that's what he said. He wants to be the like the the part time photographer or yeah, it, or, was, it was he like, he
1: wants to be the exactly. um uh the full sub goddamn! i can't remember what he says now i have to look
0: hold on So something um, stupid the spare time staff photographer is what he's there talking.
1: we go and which he's like you know he's like oh i gotta i gotta have a job so this is this should tell you something about the 70s ladies and gentlemen this child this college age child right sure, is he's going he's still to in get
0: college is he, is he, he's still in college right
1: I think so, yeah. Well, he's supposed to be yeah. in college. Whether he actually is or not is, you know, that's up complete, and there. Yeah. Uh But with a part-time job, a part-time job is going to be able to support himself and his wife.
0: Well, that's the other thing. He wants to ask Gwen Stacy to marry him. He They hinted at it in the in issue 98 at the very end when Gwen came back. They're hinting at it heavily in the very beginning of this issue. But he never officially asks ever in these six issues.
1: No, because he doesn't have any money.
0: But he doesn't want to be like... He's at it hard. He even says... He's, what does he say here? Uh, uh, you know, honey, a gal like you can be habit-forming. Which, okay, whatever. Uh, and then Gwen's like... He's are calling her a drug and me?
1: saying he's addicted.
0: I get the... Yes,
1: I get it. You know what uh, really sucks, though, is eventually he has to quit cold turkey. <laughs>
0: God damn. <clears throat> That's good. But then she says, uh, Are you trying to tell me something, Mr. Parker? He's like, You know it, lady. And you also know what I'm trying to ask. What I want to know is, How will you feel after I ask it? And then she starts saying, What do you think? Oh, because he just immediately starts kissing her. I think you talk too much.
1: Well, but well, the then he video. realized I'm not ready yet to actually ask her the question I want to ask her, so instead I'm going to stick my tongue in her throat and distract <laughs> her. Which,
0: but yeah, so then he gets from here to be like, alright, now I have to support a wife, I have to go get a better paying job, goes to, to Jonah, and like you said, demands a, a full part-time
1: job. Yep. Whatever. I'm just, I'm just pissed that at this point in time, a part-time job could support a fucking, you know, two people
0: but here's the funny thing though by him demanding that and we'll get that in a couple issues later he almost bankrupts the bugle in a way <laughs> because jonah even says is like with with the the demand of, of raises and and uh, i think even the tv which well, well get he that, said he said like that wrong.
1: but in that one he says that because they were demanding raises or they'd go on strike which I don't think was actually Peter's fault unless everybody was listening and they're like, wow, little Peter Parker just had the balls to tell JJ that he wanted money from him. And then everybody so, else is like, well, fuck, if Parker can push him around, any of us can push him.
0: Exactly. So I think it was because Parker did this, it it got people to be like, Hey, I, I want more money too. So wait a second. It's all Peter Parker's fault.
1: I mean, that's fair. But you know, we also find out that uh, in the seventies, the Bugle was a multi-million dollar company. So, J.J. had the money to be thrown around. That is very true. And anyways, he was very frugal
0: about it, too. Yeah, but that's getting um, way ahead
1: of us. Uh, yeah,
0: well, again, but with the new new way we're talking,
1: that's fine. That, that's true. But the reason why Peter was able to get this job is because he literally had J.J. over a barrel. Because uh, they had no, of course, naturally, they had no uh, photographers that were able to cover the what jail riot that's going on.
0: Yeah, there was a prison riot. Where this one, they they were holding the warden hostage, um, until their grievances were met, and and it's now, mind you,
1: mind you, prisons have better unions than we have today. Prisons. one hundred percent,
0: one hundred percent. I also like when Peter, when Spider-Man shows up and takes the one guy captive for a second, like trying to figure out what's going on. I do. I find it funny that the other guy just is standing there watching me the entire time, but that's a whatever issue. But he's like, hey, so what's, why are you guys riding? What's going on? And the one guy is talking about how, oh, well, they, they're they treating us like animals. We're in cages and they're just not treating us well. It's like, in my head, I'm like, okay, I get well, that. Well, you also
1: committed a crime. Out, but you're but there we find out place. later on that not all of these people are, huh? yeah well, we, exactly, find, we find out why yeah yeah we, we find out later on that like the 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 these people that are in this prison aren't even necessarily going to be staying in that prison they're just in there until they can go to trial and that the reason why they're writing is because there are people that have been in there waiting for their trial for months and months and months yep. so we don't even know if they're actually guilty or not
0: not only that but you're getting people who are just newly arrested in with these guys like Bunking it's almost like they've doubled up, like most prison systems, doubled and tripled up these capacity more than they should. Uh, but ultimately, what ends up happening is Peter or Spider Man finds out the ringleader who's got the warden on the phone with somebody, probably governor or something. Um, and he's like, Yeah, so uh, you're gonna tell him what I want, and you're gonna in all the confusion of this riot, I'm going to be able to escape with you. And I don't give a crap about any of these right. other guys. And it's just like, but then wow. the other,
1: yeah, the other guys in prison are like, well, wait, dude, no, no, that wasn't part of the thing. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about you guys. Then Spider-Man comes in, saves the warden, uh, beats up. What is the name? Tuppence? Turpo? Turpo. Turpo. And, uh, basically stops that from happening, goes out, tells the writers, Hey, look, you know, this guy was misleading. My you." Son. Yeah. And, then and then they're like the riot's not done yet because we still want this shit taken care of and the warden comes out and he's actually not a bad dude and he's like hey he's like i've you know i've listened i've listened to your grievances i'm gonna put in for you know changes to be made and he even goes out and says you. it like yeah yeah I understand. so obviously this guy's not real correct but <laughs> <laughs> that's bad so bad. First time first time you'll ever find a, a a non-corrupt jail warden I mean like that was impressive That right there is storytelling
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man But as Spider-Man but, is swinging away um, He gets stopped by this I I know this is supposed to be somebody
1: I don't know who it is late, Because I wasn't alive late late in the 70s talk show.
0: Cor- I have no idea but Maybe it was supposed
1: to be the, the Carson uh,
0: See but all of the uh, The letters I saw would D S. So I don't know who that could be. Because I tried looking it up and I'm like, I got I got nobody.
1: Dick sucker. Is
0: it, the, maybe. Um, because the way that they draw him, they they you know when they're drawing a celebrity, they put a little more actual like
1: caricature time and effort in it. into yeah. it. Well, yeah, they, looks, they make it look more like a caricature.
0: Yeah. It it he I recognize him, I just don't recognize him, you know. Either way, he basically stops Spider-Man from swinging by and basically convinces him to be like, "Hey, you should come on the show tonight and talk about the riot, like firsthand experience." And Parker is just like or Spider-Man
1: is just like, "Yeah, I'll do it for your usual rate." Well, no, he says, "But let's talk money first. And the guys like, oh, that's like. "And the guys like, "Oh, come on, how can we talk money, you know, when like this is like important breaking news?" And Spider-Man's like, "Look, yeah, I, I'm i not doing this for anything. And he's like, all right, I'll pay you the standard rate. And the pizza or Spider Man's like, that's a deal, man. And he's like, you yeah, know, I don't know what the standard rate is, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be good.
0: Standard rate's like five bucks on a handshake.
1: Probably. It might just know, be a handshake. Five bucks, five...
0: <laughs> well, as we see when he does go back eventually, uh, it's not even a handshake. But
1: you know what's... why? Because what? the guy that didn't want to pay him, and he's like, oh, how that's... can I. <laughs> Not pay the son of a bitch, but still exploit him enough. He's like, oh, I'll call the cops. That's that's the thing that I don't understand. He
0: tells Spider-Man to be back before midnight. All right. So in my head, that means it's gonna be a live show because the 70s they all that's all they ever did,
1: right? It's no, everything was pre recorded, I'm pretty sure. Like they had live audiences. But like but I'm pretty sure, sure that
0: I thought the talk shows were live.
1: No, I'm pretty sure they were all pre-recorded.
0: Okay. So why is he gotta be back before midnight? That's the question right there. Um, he once he leaves, he goes back to to Jameson to the bugle, hands over the picks. Uh, and then Robbie is like, All right, so you'll get paid on Friday. All right, cool. And he's like, Well, Friday, but I need money now. Yeah. Which he has ended... to be the freelancer
1: because he normally he just get his check as soon as he put in the pictures.
0: Correct. But he demanded to be on a salary. Good job, Pete. But from there, we go back to the the talk the talk show, and then he shows up well before midnight. It's still light out, from my understanding. Maybe I, they don't really
1: show. Yeah, I mean oh, it's hard time. to tell because it's a comic and they don't actually like give us like yeah you know, pictures with the sun in it. It's usually just the buildings. But judging by I'm the like, buildings' colors, it still looks like it's daylight when he gets. Yeah,
0: um, and so when he goes in there, the guy's like, "Yeah, I've been re- I was waiting around to the last minute." And with their, We gotta hurry. They're gonna be they're getting ready to tape it, which makes that's what I started to get confused about. If it's gonna be a live show, why are they taping it? Which then goes to when Spider-Man comes in and starts talking about the riot, and we'll get into that in a second. The cops show up, one of the cameramen or producers, like, quick, go to a soap commercial, which means it's
1: still actually being taped live, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But regardless, like, I don't know. The cops were there within moments I mean, of Spider-Man talking. Yeah. Because he doesn't even finish. Spider-Man doesn't even finish his, like, what, 60-second diatribe right there about, you know, what's he going finished, on. I mean, and he finished it enough to get the point across. But what I'm saying is the cops would have had to have been in the building. Yes. 100%. Because he goes, Spider-Man goes into, like, the top part of the building, or at least up higher, like, the same floor that the guy was on when he called him. Yeah. Uh, called and out a, the unless
0: they, they went down a couple flights, which is possible.
1: But regardless, they still have to go through the building, through the building security, which I'm sure even in the 70s at least had, you know, a an elevator, elevator that, actual... you know, yeah. whatever. The fact of the matter is, is this dude set Spider-Man up. So that he, he didn't, didn't want to pay him. him. Yeah. He didn't want to pay him. So it was like, yeah, you know, Spider-Man's still technically a, uh, you know, criminal. So I'll just call the cops and be like, hey, Spider-Man's going to be on my show. Let him finish talking before you break in. And uh, you can have him. And they're like, bet. Because <laughs> 1312. Yep. Um.
0: Yeah, the whole point of what Spiderman was saying is how the, the prisoners were being treated badly. We get what we said earlier about how they're just lifers. Well, not lifers, but people in there who've been there for a while mixed in with people who were just there. And you you don't know. The, the system is broken, which never got fixed. Um, Even in real life, so, yeah. Yeah. And so, by the end of it, he has to he has to bounce because the cops are there. So he never gets paid, and now he's kind of like slinking over to Gwen, be like, "Oh man, I can't take her out for a good dinner." Uh, yeah, I've Peter kinda, wanted I've to eat out. He wanted to stay in. He still get out.
1: Exactly. As he
0: was staying in.
1: No, well, this is the seventies. Remember, in the seventies, everybody was uh, straight laced and didn't do anything like that. <clears throat>
0: I mean, it was behind closed doors. It's fine.
1: That's true. As but, long as we don't see it, it doesn't actually happen. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, but that takes us to the uh, anniversary issue, issue one hundred. I actually
1: have this issue. Very nice.
0: And this issue is actually, you know, one of a three parter. Um. And this is—I didn't know when this happened. Like, so I this issue, Spider-Man gets six arms. Yeah, I knew that was a. I knew that was a thing in the comics. I never knew when, so it was actually kind I, of I knew when because I
1: own this issue. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: calm down, you. Uh, but also, like for me, being a uh, moderate Spider-Man fan, like this was fun to read. The, just this, well, yeah, because no, you watch it in see. the cartoon. Let me let me rephrase that. Fun to see. There you. This go. issue was boring as fuck.
1: <laughs> well, you remember like the cartoon and this part of the cartoon,
0: yes. It's been, it's been a long time, but yes.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we just were talking about how long fucking Power Rangers have been out. You know, it's really <laughs> fucked up, dude. When you said it had been around for 30 years, I was I was getting ready to say, dude, it's only been around since 1993. Yeah. And then I was like, it, wait, yes, fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, 30 years ago was 20 years ago. It's fine.
1: Exactly. Or,
0: it? The 90s was 20 years ago. I think it's how that, that phrasing goes or something. It's, dude. It's um, it sucks getting old. Well, the sucks. '70s
1: was also 30 years ago, so I mean, it makes yeah, sense.
0: exactly. So we're we're reading 30 year old comics.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, uh, Spider Man has this potion that he made that um is supposed to take away his Spider Man powers. Yeah, he's like, I'll it, finally just be man and not Spider Man because he wants turns-
0: to. He wants to be able to support Gwen, and because Gwen still has, I'm not gonna say hang up. Like hang up sounds right. But he, because she sees Spider-Man as the person that killed her dad, she wants nothing to do with Spider-Man. So eventually it's going
1: to come out that, you know, Peter Parker is Spider-Man because, like, that's something that's really hard to hide, even though he's been hiding it for the past, what, 12 years?
0: (laughs) We'll uh, we'll get into that one in the last couple issues, sir. Um, But yeah, so he's like, I need to get rid of these powers. I want to be able to spend my life with Gwen without Spider-Man being a problem. For me, ever again. And so he creates a serum that he. No, no,
1: no, not a serum. See, a serum would be a scientific thing, okay? Oh, okay. A serum. He calls it a potion because Peter Parker's a fucking nerd. <laughs> okay. and, and he wants it. <laughs> You're the, not wrong. But the fact that he calls it a potion cracks me up because that right there tells me it's like gimmicky. Yeah, you know, like potions are what fucking people sold out of the backs of carts that were, you know, water with dye in them. <laughs> yeah. It's snake oil. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. That's great.
1: Um, but, anyways, he takes this potion, uh, which makes him fucking trip balls.
0: Yeah. What do I have here? I have written down um, the, well, potions. So I actually wrote down serum, uh, makes him hallucinate with a handy recap. Yeah. Because we get like a two or three page. Diatribe of what all happened from the point he got the spider powers to
1: now, and we basically get a villain gauntlet that he runs.
0: I, it's like a I was gonna say proto sinister six, but it's really more of a sinister six wannabe team, yeah. Um,
1: and uh, they're all like
0: they all know he's Peter Parker and how, how he is trying to get rid of his powers, but he can't because this is a dream,
1: yeah. But he does. Pick up on that until he wakes up, <laughs> which is, no, yeah, true. But he wakes um, up, and uh, not only does he still have his spider powers, he is more spider than ever because he has six arms. Oh no, and two legs, which makes him some kind of weird arachnid. No, weird, right? It actually works out, but uh, then he's so addicted. And, when
0: yeah, well, okay, so th- I have that too. Like, he uh, what do I have here? Six arms equals shitty attitude. Towards yeah, Gwen, and like,
1: dude, he gets six arms and he fucking channels fucking Dick Grayson, you know, and <laughs> is just a complete asshole to his significant other.
0: Yeah, Uh it just. I also hate how they have Gwen written, and I think I've said this before, because uh, she's and maybe like, it's, maybe it's because I I I know Gwen now, like with Spider Gwen, and just all the other races have come since, but Gwen in these issues. It's not even a nothing but a stress. fucking
1: sop for Spider-Man. Like he, she right she is like, she has nothing in her life other than Peter Parker.
0: All she does is sit on the couch and wait by the phone. And if he's not calling her, she's calling him almost immediately. Or every time. Well, yeah. So it's just like, I don't like that. I don't. And, may, you know, well, look, that's you recall, because Women
1: in the 70s, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, women in the 70s actually weren't real people. Um, like, I don't know. was
0: a black widow out there. She was real.
1: I'm pretty sure she wasn't. She was only real because uh, a man in the government gave her a license to be real. Um, ah, okay. But back then, like you know, if you didn't have a man and you were a woman, you were basically nothing. According to you know, like most I mean, 70s. Yeah, the 70s
0: yeah, TV shows. Um, do you remember? Way Sometimes. back when. <laughs> it would have been probably like our first episode or three. Um, when we, when I talked about how they, the, one of the reasons why they killed Gwen Stacy was because the fans didn't like her. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and, and I, I, I remember, well, but that's the thing, like, I remember them Stanley saying that they kept getting Peter with Gwen because he liked that, but the fans didn't like it. So they had to try and find the workaround. I feel like they're putting her in the situation where she is that damsel that just waits for Peter to do something. So sure her life has meaning and they're writing her like that specifically for Taylor. what's going to happen in about 20 issues. Yeah. That's a, that's a hint yeah, every, somebody who I've, I've Oh,
1: somebody know. that doesn't know that Gwen Stacy dies. Yeah. Oh no. Hey, remember how uh Peter Parker became the head of the class in the amazing Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, Every time I see Gwen Stacy, all I think about is that meme. <laughs> oh, That's terrible. That's great. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, but you know, so Spider, like I said, Peter Parker's a fucking dick to Gwen, Talk. and then he calls Robbie, and luckily no, for Robbie him, Robbie's him. probably oh,
0: that's Robbie right. calls him because Robbie's got a job Richard. for him, and Peter's like, I can't do it. I gotta go. I got. I'm gonna be out of town for. I
1: got um, mono. <laughs> yeah but Whatever. Robbie Robbie is probably like the best guy because 100%. he honestly like he he 100% takes care of Peter he looks out for him every time something bad happens he fucking backs him up against JJ who's being a cuntbag bag to him yep. uh and like he he fucking he he will fucking go to the ropes for you know Peter every time yeah. like he's a stand-up dude and I think that uh for the most part um Peter Parker doesn't appreciate it as much as he should
0: he doesn't appreciate anybody in his circle
1: ever i mean that's fair
0: i mean it up it really wasn't until probably more recent modern comics where he
1: actually became a whole person and everybody around him actually became whole people instead of just yep. uh, cogs in a fucking story wheel
0: yep exactly yeah caricatures of what people are supposed to be kind of thing um but yeah so he decides parker decides that he's going to get a hold of dot connor's Kurt Connors, because he can help him somehow he doesn't um he doesn't reveal that he's got six arms just yet but he knows he he needs connor's help and apparently connor's has got a beach house on long island or something no it's not i don't think there. it's a
1: beach house i think it's like a um it's maybe probably it of some sort yeah but he's got this and it's like this old rickety like creepy ass fucking house
0: yeah okay that's fair uh, and so uh, yes, Spider-Man's I bought like, it
1: in my vampire phase for my evil lair, but I turned into a lizard instead. So you can have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't need it. You know, a lizards more on the ground. This is above ground. It's what. It's the whole story. So yeah, Spider-Man's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go hide out out there. And I mean, and whole don't worry, it has a complete so,
1: lab in the basement. So you and know, I could
0: I could figure out my problem.
1: How much money was fucking Connor's making as a fucking?
0: He uh... was a professor at. ESU, right? Or is that just yeah? Movies? That's
1: what I'm saying. When I mean, professors are apparently making fucking bank. He's well, back in was...
0: the 70s, they actually they actually respected the teachers, and I think he probably had tenure.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Plus, he probably had a book that you have to buy for his course, and the book probably cost like 200 dollars. And you know,
0: see, back then I don't think so. That's more of a that's more of a 90s and 2000s. That's true. That's
1: more of a modern thing. Yeah. Yeah. When they were like, wait, I can write a book and then make my class. Buy my book and then teach yeah. them about the stuff that I wrote. and so I get like, paid
0: twice. Love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Welcome to late. So hey, capital.
0: guess what? Guess what? Guess what? It's Morbid time. That's right, everybody. We got All this. Right, is the first I, appearance I'm of Morbius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm out.
0: Yep, you're done. Uh, no. Yeah, this, this is the first first appearance of Morbius in the comics. Um, and we get him. Basically getting attacked by this this crew that he saved him? gets
1: blasted with semen, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have waited a couple seconds longer until you were actually drinking.
0: <laughs> uh no, you should have said it like a second earlier because I had I had I did have something but I was able to swallow it.
1: Oh come on, we're um, talking about um, semen and you're talking about swallowing. Yeah, I I realized what I said. Um, (laughs) man, yes, Chuck's Chuck's missing out on some fun uh banter here. Yeah, well, I didn't. uh... No, no, this isn't a movie, Chuck wouldn't be interested. Exactly, he he wouldn't. I'm just saying that 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 specific phrase right there would have been you know enough for him to go up the rails. If
0: he listens to it, I'm sure he'll isolate this and put it up on on TikTok or Instagram or something. And
1: sure, well, yeah, you can tell him now, whatever. But, no, so we get uh, Morbius, uh, while he's still in his human form, uh, getting the shit beat out of him, sort of, by sailors. Like, he basically runs away from them after he fights them off. But they're all- like, It doesn't so make any sense. He's still so, enough to fight on- them off. But, like, then he runs away because he's like, oh, I don't have the strength to fight them off. After he, like, was literally throwing them around like ragdolls.
0: Well, I think, well, he really wasn't throwing around like ragdolls. It was, he was able to get some air and then was able to wiggle through because they all like dogpiled on him for whatever reason. Yeah, who actually fights and...
1: like that? I mean, come on.
0: People in comics and TV shows. Um, That's fair. Because they don't know any better. But yeah, what I don't get is he, they're, they're on this boat. I think the comics said like a mile off ashore, anchored off ashore, um, and there he he escapes from everybody and then he goes hiding on the boat for the day. Like and these yeah,
1: guys nighttime.
0: Give well best of it. Like they give up looking for him. It's like, oh well, must have fell over. All right, cool, let's go, guys. And then they just stay anchored instead of going into port.
1: Yeah, because they specifically said the only reason why they were still there was because the captain hadn't given them orders. And then the other guy, the one guy, was like, "Well, the captain's dead because that new guy killed him." And then they're like, "Well, hey, we should kill the new guy." Yeah, mutiny sure. or now something. Now the new guy is
0: gone, air quotes gone. So the first mate should now be the captain, and should be like, "All right, well, let's yeah. go back to shore," and GTFO.
1: Yep, yeah. oh, but no, they stay there until nightfall. You know what you know what happened? They celebrated afterwards. They got drunk and they were afraid to uh That's the only thing that in. makes
0: sense of why they were like literal fish in the barrel. For, yeah, for But
1: then, you know well and you know, plot uh story and plot, yes. But so 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 then you get, you know, uh uh Morpheus, Morbius, Mor Morbin time as you called it. Uh it's Morbin time. He, yeah. He basically wipes out this entire boat of sailors. Now, mind you, Morbius sucks all the semen dry. You just were just, and it's still not satiated. The... Goddamn! <laughs> you know what? It's because what Morbius sucks. All right, <laughs> but
0: no, no, okay. Look, he just um, considering that. Why the mainland? Yeah, considering my first. Uh, introduction to Morbius was the cartoon. And
1: he He was cool in the
0: cartoon. Yes. But because it was Fox Kids, they had they made him suck plasma from his hands instead of actually biting to suck out blood. Yeah. 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 That was bad.
1: That was bad. He's actually
0: a vampire here.
1: But think about this. What without that, we would have never gotten that movie that you're so in love with.
0: <laughs> I never said I was in love with it. I yeah, love You are like, dude, you gotta it.
1: watch that movie, it's great. He's like, You've absolutely gotta watch that.
0: Um, uh, I saw it the one time in theaters, and I will watch it again when we cover on rundown reviews in like eight years, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I would watch but anyways. If it came out, but that's besides the point. I will say say this though. You would. It's a comic (laughs) book movie. It's like my I torture myself with that.
1: That's Um, fair. You have watched all the DC movies, so.
0: Oh. I'll say this though. I know. I think it was. Was it Spider Man Seven Hundred? No. It. There. uh, Whichever one that came out in the last. When he was part of the Horizon. Um, group when he was working at Horizon,
1: yeah,
0: that was somewhere in the seven hundreds, um, right? Eight hundreds. Yeah.
1: It was. Which, it was just level? that would have been just before uh, Superior Spider-Man, so it would have been in the, um, like six hundreds to seven hundreds, I think.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like Morbius is part of that story. He he comes in at some point, and I like that version of Morbius. Like that is really cool because he's. He's part of that team, part of that that group, and he's trying to find a cure for himself. But he works in isolation, and he's like more of a anti-hero than villain. Yeah. So, which yeah, really is if they had just kind of stuck with that for Morbius, I, I understand that he's a vampire, and in his mind, he's like, "Oh, I need blood because I'm a vampire now. I need." I'm weak and I need to have the blood to sustain me.
1: But if you think about, think about this. Okay. He's 160 pounds, right? Give or take. Yeah. He's a little dude, right? As much of those semen as he sucked dry, like that's probably like twice his body weight in blood that he sucked out of those semen. Yeah. And like, He just, he acts like it wasn't enough. Like the very next day, he's like, oh, I got to go drink some more.
0: Well, because he, he got done and then the sun was coming up. So he had to go into hibernation for the night or for the day.
1: Yeah. But the sun sun
0: drains him though.
1: But, but look at like Dracula, right? He drinks like one person every like, you know, couple of months and he's good to go.
0: Which Emily and I, as soon as we're done recording, well, not as soon as, but we're going to go see Renfield. Later
1: on Dude, that. that looks so awesome! I <laughs>
0: know Nicholas Cage as Dracula. How can we say no?
1: Exactly. Okay. But anyway, anyways,
0: yeah. Um, ultimately so ultimately, well, what ends I'll... up happening is is Spider Man is he spent the last two days trying to come up with a, a serum, potion, antidote,
1: cure for himself.
0: Yeah, and nothing's working. And Morbius just happened to have spent the night or spent the day. Uh, there in that building because it was right on the beach, and he's like, "Well, I'm hungry. Uh, there's a person. I'm gonna go attack him, and we get a fight of Morbius and Spider-Man. It's not going well for Spider-Man. Um, no, really even with all.
1: six arms, he gets his fucking ass kicked. Yeah, uh, and, and unlike then, in the cartoons, there's no blade to show up to save him. No.
0: Exactly. Uh, and then just out of the blue, Kurt Connors walks in. Well, I'm just checking up with Spider-Man. It's been a couple days. And I haven't heard what's anything. Really oh, what's, impressive.
1: what's really impressive about this, though, is he was in two days ago when uh, Spider-Man called him. He was in Florida. Yeah. In the Everglades. Yeah. This just shows you how much money this bitch had. He was able to get a ticket that day You know, or the day you after. I also got to
0: remember, this is 1971.
1: The... No, that's that's what I'm saying. Which means he would have had to have gone because you couldn't do it online where you could just click, click. He would have had to have gone in, yeah. You know, gotten this ticket from Florida to New York, and they had an opening on this plane. Yeah, that makes sense. I track the it. day before flying. Yeah, they also didn't no. have like like. Don't you remember or... watching Home Alone? That happened CSC in the '90s checks. where she couldn't even get a, a. That was during Christmas
0: where everybody is flying. This right, is fair. just some random Wednesday in, in like, May. Or August, I think is when this issue came out. But whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he he just shows up to this, this house. Whoa, uh, it's his then, house, he
1: can show up whenever he wants to, okay?
0: <laughs> sure, yes. But he shows up and he got scared by Morbius enough to where the lizard persona breaks through. And now he's the lizard.
1: I mean, that's fair. I mean, if you're faced with a bat, you fight it with a lizard, right? Sure. Like, so look, bat beats spider, spider beats lizard, lizard beats bat.
0: (laughs) Okay, we'll go with that. Even though I think the bat actually does beat the lizard here a little bit.
1: And the spider, but we're not going in there because it's not balanced.
0: Exactly, uh, but yeah. Though, it, we got well, we got a fight here between Lizard and Morbius. Uh, at one point he does like throw him into some machine. Morbius throws the lizard into some machine, which electrocutes him and like knocks him out. And so Morbius goes up there to try and suck the blood of this weak, you know, enemy. Uh, and he does get a bite in, just not enough to sustain him a lot. Because fireman uh, jumps in. in there and stops him, yeah. And uh, Morbius goes flying off, and because that, because he actually did get bit, Connors is able to come through. Probably along with the fact of being shocked as the lizard, Connors' brain is able to come through, but it's not fully transformed back to Kurt Connors. So we're getting like very bad skinned Kurt Connors here. Uh, he, need, he needs some lotion really bad. <laughs> um, but ultimately, the lizard's outlook comes back, but Kirk Connors is still in there. And they concoct with um, Spider-Man, they concoct a plan to go after um, Morbius because they figure he's got an enzyme that will help with the formula to cure both of them.
1: Yeah. I, I just wrote down Spidey and Lizard do science.
0: Um <laughs> uh, I think I actually have uh what I have written down. Uh comes come through for a moment to help make a plan.
1: So yeah. Yeah. Then of course we get uh uh Morbius's backstory. Uh you know, he was a Nobel Peace, Peace Prize winning doctor who has some kind of incurable blood disease. He goes out on a Michael boat. Jackson
0: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> like the, I mean, I know that's bad to say, but the dude's got no cartilage on his nose. What the hell? How?
1: Anyway. Because if they drew him like a normal person, it wouldn't make any sense that he turns into a vampire bat when he turns into a vampire. Sure. Yeah. But anyways, uh, him, his best buddy, and his best gal all go out on this boat to uh, find a cure for him, but she doesn't know anything about it because he doesn't want right. to tell her anything about it. And, uh, He kills his best friend after he comes out of the thing. So his his insulated suit that he has to have for this (laughs) is just his costume as uh, Morbius the the vampire.
0: why why was insulated suit have wings?
1: Right. Why 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 did it have the fucking uh, douchey seventies collar on it? Uh, Like (laughs) him and Nightwing got together and like, dude, what if our costumes had these big ass fly collars on them? got nothing but i got nothing he leaves the boat before he can accidentally uh you know kill his uh girlfriend too yep and um
0: that's when he gets picked up by all the semen that he sucks off
1: yep it's when Uh, he gets a mouthful of semen uh and a belly full of semen actually if you really think about it because that was a lot of semen
0: and both yeah Um, um yeah so from here we get we get a couple pages of Spider-Man and the Lizard going to try to find Morbius, track him down. We get Gwen again calling oh, people. Why doesn't Peter yeah, ever talk to me? He hasn't called me in two days, and I've just been sitting by the phone this entire time. And he hasn't called me. Yeah. Um, we also get the Dude, beginning. She probably, she
1: probably literally sat there. Probably hasn't eaten. Hasn't oh, drank anything.
0: One hundred percent. Actually, I want. Is that the same outfit? I think it might even be the same outfit. The yeah, red I dress. Think it is. I'm trying to go back and I'm going very slowly you got the pages you should have done it oh wait hold on here we go uh yeah it's damn near the same dress shit it's been three days
1: <laughs> come on look her heart's broken okay you don't understand anyway
0: uh but we have yeah, that we also cute. have a pay it we have a quick panel of of Jonah basically saying that the bugle is gonna go under. So I'm like, oh, it that's going to be a exactly different belt.
1: And she took her boots off. Yeah. So see, she doesn't need a man for everything. Oh. <laughs> wow.
0: Um, <clears throat> but yeah, other than this, we got Spider-Man, Lizard, uh, getting back to Morbius. Um, They do get the enzyme. Actually, so what ends up happening is the Lizard says, instead of extracting the enzyme, all we need is a drop of blood. All right, fine. So they get the drop of blood and put it in the serum. It actually works. Makes Connors live it back to Connors. And then they keep talking about how, oh, by extracting that enzyme, it's made Morbius go crazy. And now he's just whatever. Like, no, you, you didn't extract the enzyme. You just took a, a drop of blood. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about?
1: Yeah. Well look, by extracting that drop of blood, okay, he's they're probably gonna make him die. And so, you know. I yeah. But then Whatever. Morpheus Morbius wakes up and he's like, uh, I'm taking this with me, I'm gonna become human again. And Connor's like, Hey, Spider-Man, I can't help you out, but you should probably go after him so that you can uh, you know, Do uh, turn yourself back to normal. The the fact that
0: both I think they said in the backstory and Spider-Man figured it out when he kicked him off Connors earlier. They figure out that Morbius's bones are like hollow, which is why he's able to fly. You would think a hundred and sixty-pound man latching on with a web onto this man who apparently weighs nothing would you know outweigh out that a lot Yeah. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> but instead, yeah, you know, Spider-Man bashes um. Yeah. morbius's face into a bridge <clears throat> but don't worry he saves the vial
0: <laughs> yep and in turn saves himself typical and then out. morbius dies yep air quotes guys. if there's not a body yeah because we're gonna find out here in the next these last two issues with uh craven the hunter
1: how the oh, where the God. hell did that come from Uh, so one day, uh, his parents, you know, liked each other for a little bit
0: just for that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So we start off this issue and Jonah is, I mentioned the last issue he's upset because the paper is going under and he blames the TV. We talked about that earlier. Well, I love it though. He's got a a group of people in there and he's like this, this right here, this TV is going to be this television set. is going to be ruining us. And one of the guys starts talking and he's like "Joe's like, hold up what's this guy saying? Like you're proving the point my dude.
1: Like, yep. Ah. Well you know uh, I mean look he doesn't want the TV to take over his business but he also doesn't want this guy talking over the TV while he's trying to figure out what's going on.
0: <laughs> true and true. Um, um, but
1: JJ decides that they're gonna go take a trip to the Savage Lands to find this monster that destroyed this guy's base.
0: Yep. Uh
1: and because the guy was in Antarctica and he's like, Well, you know, we know that uh Kazar and his stupid uh what Zabu his uh yeah, his
0: favorite two tiger Zabu's there. Yeah. Um I had no idea that Jonah
1: had met so when um, um so the last time um Craven was in um New York and Spider-Man was fighting him, I believe that um Kazar oh, shows yeah. up yes. and helps him fight Kraven. I think and you're then right. Kazar defeats Kraven, which throws Kraven into a spiral, which we find out here that he decided that, hey, he came and beat me in my home turf, so now I have to go back to his home turf and beat him back. Yeah. Um,
0: But there's this monster that's going around, and we don't know about that, and and Jonah's like, we're going to go there and get pictures, and we're going to have like a a week-long expedition
1: yeah. and, and he's like he, he tells robbie he's like you need to get me peter parker here now because i need him taking pictures because he always gets me my best pictures but don't tell him i said that Yep. and and then robbie's like look dude i don't think it's good for you to put a you know little kid like that in dangerous way and he's like no no it's fine he's like now leave me alone because i need to think of what else we're missing for this expedition
0: well not only that but he also tells jonah or tells robbie he's like look if you don't do it there's a door you could leave your badge on the desk and i'll call like he basically threatens his job and which is also funny because not like a page earlier he says robbie you're the only one i can trust like
1: this just goes you know? to show you that J. jonah jameson is bipolar <laughs> and um 100 uh, uh,
0: but yeah so he robbie does call peter uh and when peter tells gwen she's
1: like you're not leaving me again you just left me and i don't know how to function without you as a person so yeah I and he's like, fine, come down here with me and I'll show you that I have to do this. Yeah. She goes down there and JJ's like, I know what we're missing, our sex piece for this story. And Peter's like,
0: what? He calls it it the lady's view or the woman's angle.
1: Oh, Um, he was definitely trying to get some angles on Peter's woman, let me tell you. I mean, do you blame him? No, not one bit. Yeah. Except for the fact that she's like a fucking hardcore clinger and I don't think I'd be able to do that.
0: Um... Look, she's not as hardcore as a jackal is. Let's just say that.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: Tell tell me I'm wrong.
1: That's creepily fair. Um,
0: nope. <clears throat> so, like, yeah, they they. Go ahead.
1: Oh, obviously, like, but you know, so JJ's like, yeah, Gwen has to come with us, and Peter's like, oh, I don't know if Gwen should be coming into danger, and she's like, Listen here, you chauvinistic pig, right? Like, dude. And that's he's like, "Okay, hurt. my bad. Fine, you can come with us. I guess if that's what you want to do." So they go there, and then the first thing that JJ like, "Hey, I need you to take off all your clothes so that Peter can take pictures of you in a bikini." And she has no problem with that. Right? That's not chauvinistic. Chauvinism was when Peter was trying to protect her. Not when JJ I was just, like, "Here is a very tiny bikini. Wear this so I can take pictures of you in this." Yeah, it's a
0: it's a secret that we kept from you, Peter. Why? You, you really think he was gonna be upset that she's gonna be half naked in the jungle in the middle of Antarctica? Like, he might have been upset. He might have been upset.
1: He's like, Look, all I gotta do is point this camera at you and take pictures. How did you guys pick out that bikini, anyways, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh?
0: Oh, JJ just had it laying around
1: in your size. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Ooh. Um, so yeah, so they get to the Savage Land. Um, after you know, they get to Antarctica, have to do a stopover, fill up the tank of the helicopter, get to Savage Land. Uh, and when they're there, like you said, they get a couple pictures of voyeurism. Well, no, because he's actually willingly doing it. Sorry. Um, and they find this, this temple. statue, temple, um, of like this snake-looking creature. Lizard-looking yeah. creature, I guess, rather really yeah. more
1: of a, sort of a snake. And JJ's like, oh, I'm going to bang the gong, and this will make the creature come out or something yeah this is gonna yeah, work great
0: which dude, you don't know anything about this place why do you why would you think that that would bring out this creature because which i guess ironically it does but that's not the point <laughs> because uh, look, also...
1: jj may not know much but he knows how to get to a story okay uh,
0: you're not wrong there but... but this creature named gog comes out and well, first like we the, get
1: a tribe of like green men that are like—I
0: think they call them the swamp men. I think it's what Kazar.
1: Yeah, uh, I think Raven that's right.
0: Calls them later. One of them, uh, and they're like—they're not going near the idol because they—they know it is powerful, but they're also a bunch of intruders, and they see food. So and woman, you know.
1: Yeah, woman. Oh,
0: basically. Um, so they start to finally like inch their way in, and that's when this monster gog comes in, and that's the that's the creature that uh Kalkin, I think the the previous explorer
1: Yeah, well he's with them name. on the expedition.
0: Yeah, Bob say that's his name. It's yeah, that was, that... that was
1: the monster that he'd saw that destroyed the camp and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um uh, and typical true. Godzilla fashion grabs uh, the woman. Like woman.
1: Yeah. And In doing so, he also uh, throws Peter Parker off of a cliff and into a river. Mm -hmm. And J.J., being the uh, true man of action that he is, is like, uh, we shouldn't go save Parker. We should go after his girl because that's what he would want us to do, which is probably true. Yes, I would agree. However, I think that J.J. had ulterior motives.
0: Probably. I don't remember if he is married anymore at this point. I can't remember if, if his wife either has died or divorced or if he actually still is married. I don't Um, remember
1: either, but you know, editing a paper is a lonely, lonely job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so yeah, this is when we get Gog taking Gwen to Craven. uh,
1: And Craven's like, ah, yes, Gwen Stacy. I know exactly who you are and you're going to be my queen of the Savage lands because well, to be honest with you, he's the only piece of ass here. And uh, <clears throat> anywho, I mean, that's the
0: that's a shortened version. The longer versions of the next issue, I really don't go. We kind of touched on it with Kazar kicking Kraven's ass twice and then uh, yeah. him coming back. Uh, to, well,
1: back and we find out that Gog's like this alien from another planet that uh, basically he was a baby when Craven finds him and Craven raises him to do whatever he tells him to. Yeah, um,
0: within like a couple of days. Because yeah. just his physiology just is different, obviously. Yeah. Um, and he... he's
1: built different. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> basically, yeah. Uh, but while this is happening, Peter emerges from the river and is like, "All right, well, now we gotta go save, uh, save Gwen." And the only way I can do that is by being Spider-Man. And I guess if they see me here, my secret identity is done for. So yeah. Like my dude, why? I get your Spider Man. I get the comic of Spider Man. But you've got four people from. No, you're. Yeah, that those Peter Parker's here. And two, especially, that have connection to both Parker and Spider Man.
1: And hate Spider Man.
0: <laughs> yep. And so you're going to show up as Spider Man and, you know, ruin your identity, which is fine. I get it. Understandable. But you're dumb. Now, we do. It gets lucked out that nobody sees Spider-Man.
1: Except for, you know, uh Kazar and Zabu. Yeah,
0: which, that makes sense. But, yeah. like, both Gwen and Jonah don't see him. Jonah's well, sort of in a true. shadow, but he doesn't really, uh, it doesn't register. It's like, that can't be
1: right. Well, he just thinks he's losing his mind because, you know, he's obsessed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's just the heat of the day.
0: Yeah. Um, but we get, uh um, Khazar and Spidey. Yeah. What? Yes. Well. Yeah.
1: Continue. So they team up. Yep. Kazar and Spidey team up, and they they're like, okay, you know, we need to take out Craven and this Gog thing, and uh, Spider-Man lures away Gog. Uh, Kazar shows up to fight Craven, uh, who, living up to his name, fights like a coward. Um, yeah, one <sighs> hundred And uh, Kazar still it, ends up beating him. Yeah, uh, it is great. Oh, ends up dies like when, he, when he kicks off. him,
0: he actually kicks him off a cliff, and again, we don't see a body because we know he doesn't die. See, my yet.
1: favorite part is that, that Kazar's like, Whoops, didn't mean to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the part that really bugs me. Um, Kazar gaslights Gwen like hardcore because he's he's running up to her, and she's like, Oh, Kazar. I'm so glad that you, and he cuts her off like, there's no time for words, girl. Uh, not while the monster called Gog thrashes wildly through the jungle on the trail of Spider-Man. And then we get that battle between Gog and a, a, a lizard creature. And Spider-Man I think it
1: was a t- supposed to be a T-Rex.
0: Okay. Uh, and then Spider-Man tricks some Gog into the quicksand to kill him. Uh, which is really, which is
1: really terrible when you think about it, because sense. even there at the end, Spider-Man's like, "Yo, man, he had you know, like human intelligence." Like, I feel uncomfortable having you know left him in the quicksand to die. Oh well, oh well, yeah, exactly. Um, uh,
0: But then we get, uh, we get the scene right here where Kazar is saying, "Then you saw nothing of the animal I sent to lure the giant from the." From your side, gaslighting motherfucker, you literally told her Spider Man was there.
1: Mm. So bad, but maybe she wasn't paying any attention to that part.
0: Well, I mean, with Kazar's rock hard abs, yeah, probably not.
1: That's that's fair. But yeah, Um, um, and then you know, uh, he Kazar takes Gwen back to JJ and. Calker or whatever the hell his name was.
0: Calkin or Calkin, Macaulay yeah. Calkin. Macaulay Calkin. Uh, <laughs> yep. That that's what I kept Man. thinking every time I saw Calkin. Um and yeah, so then Peter shows up because he survived, said he had been knocked out for a couple hours. Uh, and then Jonah, who was really sad, like he was happy that, that Gwen was alive, and then was really sad that Peter was dead. Only to find out Peter's alive, and then really mad because his camera's gone. He has no pictures.
1: Yeah, he's like, man, you're Which, fucking useless, Parker. Why do I even bring you around? Oh, you, you
0: know, he kept that film because he's gonna take those pictures of Gwen that he took, and he's
1: gonna be like hiding those. Exactly. Oh, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Luckily, he does all of his own uh, development, so
0: that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, uh, but that's basically that's it for this. We 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 finished out this this uh, book, the, the uh, Epic
1: Collection number one,
0: yeah. I think. Oh no, this is like number four. No, it's, it's the just
1: the Death of Captain Stacy Epic Collection.
0: Look on the back. Look uh, on the back for the number. Number six. <laughs>
1: there oh, there we you go. go. Number six. Thanks. Do you um, see it
0: right there. Do you see it? I I see it. Okay, now it's a nine. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, like this was. I, I said that earlier. I think even off mic and probably a longer recording. I don't remember. The old Marvel stuff is boring at times. A lot of the writing and dialogue, I just I hate because they have well, such it's made.
1: It's almost made like it was made for little kids, but at the same time, it's got like a lot of adult stuff that happens in it. So it just makes me think that all the adults back then were as dumb as little kids. Maybe,
0: but I'm really more referring to like just the dialogue in general. Like they're 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 giving all of this this flourish to the words when you really don't have to. I, I understand that you're trying to to make people's vocabulary better and 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 wider, but like I I don't need to have Gwen tell tell Peter oh, man, oh, mine. Like, why? That's dumb.
1: Also, why the fuck does he call her Gwendy instead of just Gwen? I don't know. It's a a cute little nickname. Sure, okay, no. Gwen is actually
0: quicker and better and I don't know.
1: And and Gwendy just sounds like, you know, know, I don't know.
0: But all in all, like, it wasn't bad. I was happy to read the issues happen to see some more of of Spider-Man beginnings I guess um and you know we got I got to see where the sixth arm spider man originated and how it originated uh other than that though yeah the rest of the stuff can just kind of go piss off the morbius yeah. shit well, was like, dumb. And,
1: well and there I mean we did get the first appearance of morbius in this yeah which I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's it's kind of a big deal, I guess, because you know it's, it's you know a first appearance of a villain. But at the same time, it was such a uh, uh, <clears throat> like lackluster storyline for it that you don't really get much out of it other than the appearance of this character that they end up using, you know, over and over again. Well, after yeah, a he while.
0: gets it's the character that gets used over time, and like we said earlier, because of the cartoon, got popular for that but it's just it's the story itself is bland like it's, yeah. it's a story that that is really any just villain origin story hell it's practically it's kind of similar to a to spider-man's origin story oh there was an accident I got powers
1: the only difference is what they do with those powers
0: oh good point all the <laughs> responsibility which, and,
1: which and we things. we actually we kind of talked about that when we were covering the boys too
0: exactly So, I don't know. All in all, we've got got some more Marvel books coming up that I am reluctantly looking forward to. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: Yeah, I'm sure sure everything will work work out. out. Oh.
0: (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Um, That being said, thank you all for listening. We are part of the Fresh Old Casual Network with a bunch of shows over there.
1: Um, Honestly, I got this. (laughs) You got the list on that one? Good. All right. So, on Monday nights, you got the Lost Omens podcast, which is a Pathfinder uh, 2E uh, actual play. Uh, And then they do the Hobby Hangout with um, uh, Taylor, I think. Um, Tuesday is, oh yeah, the power phase. And then Tim does his live game stream. But from what I've heard, Tim's been doing that every night for the past while. I don't know if it's still going on when this recording comes out. Um, Wednesday is Patreon day and they do a, um, alternating, uh, releases of the slithering and settling the Southlands. Um, Thursday is, um, a grim podcast of perilous adventures and wait, did I roll wild? And then Friday is our day. So, you know, that's today. If you guys are listening to this, (laughs) okay. Unless it's not Friday when you're listening to this in case it was Friday when this came out, but whatever
0: The, the show drops on Fridays. So uh, either you're listening to it or you're not, it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, we also, you know, have a follow us on Insta, uh, Twitter at Comic Rundown, Instagram Comic Book Rundown. Uh, you can email us comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice uh, over on social medias, and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Our song was done by Joe, uh, who was previously of the Wrecked Podcast fame and previously of one half of the Sex Turtles and we've got merch over on Redbubble and TeePublic. Ronald, where can they find you?
1: Uh, I'm good at this game. You can find me anywhere uh, that good at this game is sold. No, wait. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Instagram, um, TikTok, uh, Twitter, those places, all good at this game. Um, Yeah.
0: Very fun. So thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time.
1: Later. Thanks so much for listening.